Good evening, everyone, and welcome once again to Old Time Rock and Roll. I'm your host, Lee Douglas. Welcome once again to Old Time Rock and Roll. I have begun the show this way for 800 shows. I I guess I'll continue, but I do want to welcome to our very special 800th show. This is um, the first of, of two milestones. My second milestone is about a month away, and that will be the conclusion of 11 years on the air, and I will begin my 12th. After a summer of hits, uh, you know, I'm not a fond of shows that that continually spit out the hits every single week because that's what made this rock and roll oldies business so boring. Nothing but the hits, continually beating each other over the head with the same 500 or so songs. 
So I wanted to make the 800th show special. So what I did was I went back and I took all of the comments of my listeners and I found the three top or most popular shows and I'm putting them together. Now, one is a little lopsided because it's very, very small, but uh, that can't be helped. A lot of people didn't decide to do this. So what we're doing tonight, we're going to present a whole bunch of songs that I personally thought should have been hits or bigger hits than they actually were. Some of them are going to really surprise you because they surprised me. Then we're going to have some challenge songs of the few people that decided that they were going to challenge me, and I have a big surprise. I have been beaten, and I'll explain to you about that a little later. And also, as our third part of our show, some Guess Who songs to make you think and think back 50 years or more to come up with who the artist could be. So all of that tonight on Old Time Rock and Roll. Something that I don't do every week anymore, which I just don't care about, and that is telling you that website is there, www.oldtimernr.com. That is now one page, so you don't have to tra- get it travel to a whole bunch of pages. It's all on one page. You can donate there. You can go to all our Facebook pages there. You can ask questions there. You can complain there. You can... Do anything you want. It's all there for you on one page. And, of course, like I said, if you do want to donate, fine. It's all on the website, and you can do it right there. I don't get a chance to do it because I have a lot in my mind. I have a lot of music that I want to play first. And that is most important is the music. Well, let's get this part out of the way, and that is the challenges. I've got only three of them this week, so I'm going to play them, and we're going to discuss this where I actually have been beaten. I have been defeated. Of course, there's a reason, and I won't go through it, but yes, I will. I will tell you as this goes on. All right. First off, Michael Hallelin challenged me to play Tony Gala and the Rising Suns in love. Now, I, like with most of my songs, I never know every single song I have because it it's just... You know, especially at my age, I forget a lot. For Michael Hallelin, here it is. Tony Gala and the Rising Suns in love.
The next challenge came from Hillel Lipson, who wanted to hear, if I have it, the original recording of Silhouettes by Andy Griffith. Now, at the start of Andy's career, he made a... uh, His first comedy shows were stand-up, and he did what they called What Is, What It Was, Was, and then he would go on like explaining football or baseball as it was to a country bumpkin. And he was quite successful, and he did it here with the Ray's recording of Silhouettes. cut the wah-wah-wah short and get right to the meat of the story. Took a walk and passed your house late last night. Friends, this is a story that's near to my heart. And it's the most important thing in the whole world. More important than going to the moon or the PTA or anything. Young love. All the shades were pulled and drawn way now there, we don't know how many folks is in that living room. But for our purposes, we'll figure that there's two of them, a boy and a girl. And we don't know what it is that they're doing in there. They might be looking at Maverick on TV or eating hot dogs from the Snappy Lunch. We don't know what they're doing. From within the dim light cast to silhouettes on the shade. Now there's our first clue. See, now we know that they're, they're close together, and we know that they ain't sitting around that living room talking and drinking soft drinks. She's the kind of girl that before he got there, she had that three-way lamp turned down to low, had flea powder on the bar rug, and had on some of that you ain't gonna be able to help yourself perfume, and when he leaves, he's gonna know that he ain't been to no candy pulling. Put his arms around your waist, held you tight. Now there, we can tell that she has had some poor training at home. And probably smokes, too. Wonder why I'm not the guy Two silhouettes on the shade Now about this boy that's standing around in the yard looking. First off, he ought not to want to be in there with her at all, her being as wild as she is. But if he has got the bound tos, that's worse than having the can't habits. The thing for him to do is to show up on her porch tomorrow evening before the sun goes down, wearing them Ivy League breeches with that belt in the back, ringing that doorbell in his mouth full of that green chlorophyll chewing gum. And when she comes to that door, he better not even take time to say, hey, how are you? He better grab that pretty thing around the neck and he better go to kissing her right off. And when I say kissing her, friends, I don't mean just pecking around her nose and eyes and forehead and like that. No, sir, I mean kissing her. What I mean is flat Plant one full on her mouth, and then him and her can both be two silhouettes on the shade. Now, the third one is where Lee Douglas met his Waterloo. Now, is it necessarily right that I lost this one since I really have the record? But let's get on with it. Um... Stephen Green took up my challenge, and, well, in a way, 
he did beat me. He asked to hear Bobby Rydell's Kissin' Time as it was recorded in Australia to coincide with his tour that he was going to do of Australia that year. I only had the version by the Australian native who sang that song, but that's not what he wanted to hear. So I have to say I take off my hat to Stephen Green. You beat me. Here is Bobby Rydell, Kissin' Time, Australian Way. in Sydney, Perth and Brisbane too, Wailing in Melbourne, back in our Waterloo, Lord Adelaide knows it, it's the thing to do, so baby get ready, I'm kissing you, I've been beaten, but I will get up and rise again, because now I do have that record. Anyway, these songs are interesting because as I went through my collection, I take, I guess each week I go through a hundred songs that I don't ever remember hearing, and I have so many, from albums and compilations and whatnot, and I take the time out, And what I come up with sometimes are songs that really should have been hits, whether they were um, not given national exposure, a very small label with no distribution, but whatever way, they didn't necessarily become hits. And even some of the big big stars, like we're going to start with this one, this song should have been massively huge. It was a cute song, um that Connie Francis sang called Robot Man. It really didn't go where it should have gone. And that was to the top. Here's Connie Francis. Robot Man. I want a robot man to hold 
Instrumentals are kind of funny, and when I first saw the song, uh, you know how sometimes you see something and you transpose what you expect to see, and that's what your brain reads? For example, I saw this, and I thought it said the Bill Black combo, and of course it was not. It was the Bill Smith combo, and the song was called Tough. Should have been a hit, but not as big as this one. This is a guy never heard of. His name is Charles Perry. I'll walk through the darkness.
I guess you can understand what I mean. These guys, this guy has a voice, and and everything was right, except something, some intangible, that didn't get that song to the right people. Charles Perry, I'll Walk Through Darkness. This guy, biggest hit, the first Philadelphia rock and roll singer. He was the first hit maker of preceding Bobby Friedel, Frankie Avalon. This was the one and only Charlie Gracie. This one should have been a hit. Night and day. why Charlie Gracie's songs wasn't a hit, and it was due to Dick Clark and his anger over Charlie Gracie suing his record label, which Dick Clark owned the percentage of for back royalties, that he was never allowed on the show and he was never promoted again. A shame, because so many great songs came from Charlie Gracie that have never been heard by most of the record-buying public of the 1950s and 60s. I'm not saying that this particular song was a fabulous big and it should have been a number one hit, but it was kind of cute and I thought it deserved more airplay than it got, which was nothing. Clarette Clementine, it's a pity to say goodnight. You got it. 
an interesting situation and maybe you can help me out with this there was a singer in the n- late 1950s by the name of Gary Stites in New York he had a huge hit called Starry Eyed and I assumed that this was his biggest hit now honestly it's the only song I remember from him now here's where it sometimes we, we talk about forgotten rock and rollers Evidently, his first song, Lonely For You, peaked on the Billboard Hot 100 at number 24. And I don't remember it at all. So here's a song which should have been a hit, and it is not half as good as Starry-Eyed. I'm sure everybody remembers Starry-Eyed. I'm not sure... Everyone, and if you do remember it, please let me know, because I don't. The song, Lonely For You. So, I'll say it should have been a hit, because evidently it was, but certainly Starry-Eyed seemed to have been a bigger hit to me. And certainly living in New York City, I remember Starry-Eyed went all the way up into the top ten, but maybe the rest of the world was different than New York City. Matter of fact, I'm sure of it. So... Let me know if you remember Lonely For You, because I don't. Lonely for you Oh, I'm so Well, I'm so lonely, lonely for you I don't know what to do
my heart's done Help me like it's more precious than a turtle So, listeners, please, if you remember that song, please let me know, because I want to know exactly how out of touch I was, because <laughs> I can't remember it. All right, our next song is another song about lonely, and this one is by Gene McDaniel, who had the great hits, A Hundred Pounds of Clay, Chip Chip, and Tower of Strength. Should have been a hit, Gene McDaniel, It's a Lonely Town. Streets are crowded, people are everywhere. The sound of laughter and music fills the air. Thousands of people walk and sing and talk along the avenue, but it's a lonely town. Lonely without you I go out dancing With someone new each night And it means nothing If she lets me hold her tight Cause no one's warm embrace Or lovely face Can thrill me like you do Cause it's a lonely town Lonely without you Where can you be? All of our friends keep asking me Where have you gone? Without your love I can't go feel like crying Each time I hear your name Cause since you left me This town's just not the same So come back home and then We'll live again The happiness we knew Cause it's a lonely town Lonely without you 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 Of the eight songs I've already played, I think that should have gone the highest. That is a quality song from Gene McDaniels. Wow. Here's the great Gene Pitney with another song that should have been a hit. Just One Smile. Can I cry 
a little bit There's nobody to notice it Can I cry if I want to? No one cares Why can't I pretend That you love me again All I've had has been taken from me Now I'm crying and tears don't become me Just one smile, the pain's forgiven Just one kiss, the all gone Now, I don't want you to think that these songs never got played on the air, but for some reason they just never went as high or didn't hit the charts at all as they should have. So please understand that, because we have some great songs coming that you're honestly not going to believe missed the mark. And again, it's not the quality of the song. It is the way the song is presented and whether or not they had the money to promote the song. Some of the greatest songs in the world were never heard because nobody was there to promote them. They didn't... Well, honestly, I guess if you had payola, you could get it on a lot faster. But once Alan Freed and all that payola nonsense began, you were under a great deal of scrutiny and you couldn't do it anymore. And, you know, just because a song gets played doesn't mean it's going to be a hit. But it gives a better opportunity for that to happen. Here's Goldie and the Gingerbread. Sailor Boy. Should have been a hit. When shadows fall, I sit alone. And as my eyes get misty, I still recall how much I love the way you Though you're away, I love you still. 
Now, this song you definitely have heard, and it was on the charts. My feeling about this song is it should have been bigger, because at this time, Kathy Linden could do very little wrong. She had a sweet voice, and the girls that loved the subject matter, and the guys loved to hear her voice. Kathy Linden, Remember Me. next song i can tell you really right up front why it wasn't a hit you'll hear it immediately it has the wall of sound it has the sound of the ronettes and yet it's not by them and i think this kind of was given uh, the back seat because people would have been confused by the name of the group and the sound so here we go This should have been a hit. The Cinderella's Please Don't Wake Me.
drum was loud. That kind of drowned out everybody. It was the wall of drum sounds, I think. That was still great song, but never made it because of the likeness to the Phil Spector sound. This one, the Fencemen. Not the Fendermen, the Fencemen. Sour Grapes should have been a hit. song should have been a hit, but I think the fact that it was produced in, and released in 1962 is probably the reason that this wasn't a big smash hit. The music was already changing. I would say if this came around in 1959-1960, this would have been a hit. The five discs never let you go.
In the 1960s, when Diana Ross and the Supremes became big, big stars, I don't know how many people realized that almost ten years before, there was another group called the Supremes. Certainly not females, but nevertheless a great group with a great sound. They're the original Supremes, just for you and I. take a break here for a minute and do something that I should have done a couple of months ago. On March 18th of this year, Charles Edward Anderson Berry, lovingly known as Chuck, passed away at the age of 90. Just three months before, he went into a studio for the first time in over 36 years and recorded a new album, including his children. So I'm going to play two songs from that album, and I don't know if anybody else has done this yet. I thought you might really enjoy hearing Chuck Berry singing and playing the guitar at 90 years old. Here's Chuck.
Well, it took him to vindicate the feelings she had. She pleaded as she promised every prayer she could. So everybody whispered, you're a lady, be good.
That album is on sale now, I guess, Amazon and wherever else you buy records. It's called Chuck, and it is an amazing array of songs. His voice may not be as strong as it used to be, but it's still vintage Chuck Berry. This was probably my favorite British invasion song by a female. Now, she isn't well-known in the United States. She was well-known in the 1960s in England. She is still not very famous. I have played this song before. And I'm playing it because she recently passed away over the past year. So I'm going to play it now. It should have been a hit. Twinkle Ripley, Mickey.
This song started out like Whispering Bells, ended up like Whispering Bells. One of the greater songs that just never made it. From 1959, The Mono Rays, My Guardian Angel. This is a great doo-wop song. Should have been a hit. known as the Gentries, are known as a group we call a one-hit wonder. Their song, Keep On Dancing, was a big national hit. It also gave the world the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. I believe if Jimmy Hart had been with them at this time, this song might have been a hit. The name of the song is Goddess of Love, the Gentries. i 
Now, that song was really good. It should have been a hit. Funny thing happened in 1957. Someone by the name of Paul Monash came up with the idea for a song about a, a country truck driver who became a nationwide singing sensation. Elvis wanted the part. Colonel Parker said no. They gave it to a good-looking young lad by the name of Tommy Sands who had one hit called Teenage Crush. And because, I guess, I didn't care for the the television show, uh, it was on one of those, I don't know if it was Playhouse 90 or Goodyear Playhouse, or, but it was on one of those. And I watched it, and I guess I expected too much, and I never really got to like Tommy Sands. He was kind of what I thought, he wasn't an Elvis uh, look-alike. He didn't have the charisma of Elvis. Uh, he did make one big hit. And then, of course, he ended up playing opposite Annette Funicello in Babes in Toyland, which in itself is not a bad thing to do. And, of course, got involved with Nancy Sinatra, which is also not a bad thing to do. However, I found two songs by... Tommy Sands and his group, The Sharks, that I consider hit material. Never made it. Uh, maybe they expected more. They wanted more of that sultry. They called me. They called it a teenage crush type thing, and give that Elvis drawl. But these two songs had rockabilly pop written all over it. And they should have been hit. So I'm going to play them both for you now. It is Tommy Sands and the Shark. I ain't getting rid of you, and is it ever going to happen? They both should have been hits.
Why this was never released, I don't know. This should have been a big hit for Rick Nelson. It is a cover of Buddy Holly's True Love Ways. I don't know if you've ever heard this or not, but this should have been a hit. Just you know why Why you and I Will Great version of a great song, Ricky Nelson. Best thing I have ever seen him do. Here are two very unusual songs. You remember Linda Lou by Ray Sharp? Great song. Had that quality that transcended a country rhythm and blues type feel. Well, here are two songs by Ray Sharp that I just didn't remember ever hearing before. And they are great. Both of them should have been hits. 
Boat Dock and Hey Little Girl.
should have been a hit goes to a group that transcended time they started in the late 1950s went all the way through the 60s and into the 70s and are still remembered today because of the musical jersey boys this is a song by the four seasons that i thought should have been a hit it was a remake of the 1958 song by roy hamilton don't let go it should have been a hit
Well, that does it for our Should Have Been a Hit segment. And now we go into Peter Alden's favorite segment, or it used to be Peter Alden's favorite segment, Guess Who? Now, I'm going to play some songs that you have probably never heard of before. You may have. And the idea is you have to decide who that artist or artists are. And uh, I guarantee you, this time I have made sure that there are clues in the voice that will help you determine who it is. So hopefully you will get them. And even Peter Alden, who's just back from Memphis, Memphis, will get them too. All right, this first one, I'm not even, well, I'll give you the title. It's called East Side Story. Guess who? This was done, by the way, in 1964. ideas all right i'm going to play it and uh, probably throw you a little bit because this is actually this this song that i'm about to play which will give you the clue came uh, quite a bit later in fact almost uh, 15 years later
Well, did you get that one? Bob Seger. Huh? And the Silver Bullet Band. At that time, they were known as, let's see, what was it? The Last Herd. H-E-A-R-D. Now, this one, folks, is easy. It's so easy, even a child... Nah, I won't go through that one. It is an easy one. Just listen to the vocals, and you'll catch it. Guess who? G is for goodness, although she keeps you much in doubt. But it also stands for the gasoline that you burn when you take her out. Girls, pretty girls, I love you true. My, what a terrible place this world would be if we didn't have you. Eyes for her ivory white smile when she greets you for a day. And it also stands for that ice cold look when you show up at three hours late. Girls, pretty girls, I love you true. We didn't have a you. R is for her loopy red lip when she presses them close to mine. And not to mention that running around that's going on all the time. Last of all, but not the least, I can hear my angel call. Else, if you means that I love you, you're the sweetest little girl of all. Girls, pretty girl, girls. We didn't have a you. Girl, 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 Now, there are some real clues in that one, so do you know the answer to this one? Well, here's, here's the musical answer. It's knowing that your door is always open and your path is free to walk. And that makes me tend to leave my sleeping bag rolled up and stashed behind your couch. And it's knowing I'm not shackled by forgotten words and bonds and the ink stains that are dried upon some line. Keeps you in the back roads by the rivers of my memory. It keeps you ever gentle on my mind. It's not clinging to the rocks and ivy planted on their columns now that bind me. Or something that somebody said because they thought we fit together walking. It's just knowing that the world will not be cursing or forgiving When I walk along some railroad track and find That you're moving on the back roads by the rivers of my memory And for hours you're just gentle on my mind Though the wheat fields and the clotheslines and the junkyards and the highways come between us And some other woman's crying to her mother Cause she turned and I was gone 
I still might run in silence Tears of joy might stain my face And a summer sun might burn me till I'm blind But not to where I cannot see you Walking on the back roads By the rivers flowing gentle on my mind I dip my cup of soup back from a gurgling, crackling cauldron in some train yard My beard a roughening coal pile and a dirty hat pulled low across my face Through cupped hands round the tin can I pretend to hold you to my breast and find that you're awaiting from the back roads by the rivers of my memories, ever smiling, ever gentle on my mind. The late Glenn Campbell and that first song was under the pseudonym of Billy Dalton. That was the name he used early in the 1950s when he recorded by himself. This song is by a group that uh, just transcended music. Uh, I don't know if you'll get the first one, but I give you a hint. I'm going to play two songs by these group, this group and the guy. That's the lead, and I want you to figure it out. Guess who?
the girl I walk to school. I never ever let the girl I walk to school. She's the girl in my dreams. When we get to class, I hate to say goodbye. How long will the day last? Until she's by my side, the girl I walk to school. She's the girl in my dream. When we get to class, I hate to say goodbye. How long will the day last? Until she's by my side, the girl I walk to school. Girl in my dreams. When the lights go ring, I take her by her hand and walk down the street. We're in our wonderland. The girl I walk to see, she's the girl in my dreams. that may have been the toughest one of the night and I don't know whether you're going to get it or not. Take five seconds to think about it. Take a breath. Here's the answer. I'll close with an easy one tonight. I promise you, it's easy. And if you don't get it, well, 
it's all right, but it should be very easy. Listen to the intonation of the voice. You will get this one. Guess who? Fatty, fatty, boom, that you know this i'm sure most of you are jumping up and down because you finally got one of these (laughs) and i'll give you the answer right now Your heart, you wait and see. 
Well, I want to take this time, and I know we have a lot more time, to thank you. Because although I guess the uh, big milestone will be that 11th anniversary, which is coming in just about a month, but I have to thank you because 800 shows is not something that's light because it has taken 11 years of my life whether it's because I had to put all these songs they had to be digitized first from other things which took almost two years before that uh, I had to digitize them and I had to clean them up and then I had to um, find a way to podcast this and buy equipment and and it's been an ongoing thing for 11 years and I really have spent a great deal of time and met a great deal of wonderful people like little Anthony and the Imperials and um, Peter Noon Bowser of Sha Na Na uh, Charlie Gracie the late Joe Bennett of the Sparkle Tones so many great people and of course Peter Alden and I have to tell you this and I'm, I'm doing this because uh, I have become I got to know this gentleman because he usually appears with Peter Alden his name is Armando Diaz and Armando is a Frank Sinatra tribute artist and the man has gotten so good in the past three years he has gotten better each time I have heard him and really he is quite spectacular so um, I really have gotten to know him, and I, I appreciate him and the work he does, as I do all of these wonderful people uh, that are trying to keep our music alive. So if you get a chance and you're in the Orlando area and you hear about a guy by the name of Armando Diaz or, of course, Peter Alden, uh, they are wonderful, wonderful singers, and you will get a great show. Like, for the money, you, you can't beat it. So if you hear them, take a chance. These are good friends of mine, and I appreciate that. Also, Willie Cintron, another great tribute artist, does a great tribute to uh, Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. These guys are are just they work just as hard as the originals, and they work and they do so much more, and they plan and they have become good friends of mine. So I I salute them and I thank them. Also, Krista Joy, who has really helped promote old time rock and roll. And we have become very, very good friends. And to my wife, Cindy, who has put up with this and foot the bill for most of this over the last 11 years. And, of course, to you, the listeners, the Phyllis Horowitzes and the Stephen Greens and the Bruce Steins and all of my other supporters who I, I appreciate so much. I wish I could mention all of your names, but I can't. I just don't have the time. But I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart that uh, this 800 shows has been a labor of love. I really have enjoyed being here. I will try and do as many shows as I can until you have to drop, you know, just dab my lip because it's drooling and I forget my own name and forget to say this is Lee Douglas for old-time rock and roll. So until that time, I want to thank you all. I'll see you again next week. And, of course, in one month we will have our 11th anniversary show. And if you have any ideas for that 11th anniversary show, please contact me on email, O-T-R-N-R, contact at gmail.com. 
and I would be glad to hear from you. For everybody here at Old Time Rock and Roll, this is Lee Douglas. Thank you so much for being with us. Take care of each other. We'll see you next week. That is a wrap. Believe me, I was digging hard, she was digging me, I'm a rock.